What's up, guys? I want to talk about this particular episode of Something's Burning, which is a show that I've already talked about prior. This episode is so interesting to me because of the dichotomy or dynamic of, of Burt Kreischer and Guy Fieri. Something's burning, something's burning. Bert is cooking smash burgers for Guy Fieri and some of some associate of Guy Fieri's. Bert's cooking, and um, he, I think he's going through two very intense experiences. He wants to impress Guy Fieri. Obviously, he's cooking for this world-renowned food person, chef, food critic. You know, I, I don't know exactly. I think he falls in both categories. Wedgie. I'm also of the opinion that Burt Kreischer does not want Guy's input. He would rather give them this smash burger and make this for them and maybe have them talk about it afterwards. I don't think that he wants any backseat driving. It takes Burt Kreischer a couple minutes to acknowledge the food that's in front of them that he's going to cook for them. And when he does finally acknowledge it, look at his hands. He's clasping his hands together so tightly. This hurts. He's white-knuckling his hands because he's so nervous about who he's cooking for. Everyone goes smash burger. I'm so bothered by smash burgers. That's all anyone makes. Is okay. I want to go old school burger, okay. juicy, nice and thick, medium rare. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the voice, the voice. He just keeps it high because it keeps cracking. They start off with pretty good rapport through the whole thing. Look up the word if you don't know it, rapport. And that does stay. They keep the rapport throughout the whole thing, but there are a couple hiccups, and those are the ones that I found the most interesting. Here is the first sign, and I think Bert is actually pretty offended by it. He, he has the smile of contempt. All right, so I think your idea of putting the breadcrumbs into the meat is genius. The only thing I would say to you, Chef, yes, yes. Um, is to season that meat before you patty it. I was, I was just, yeah, I was going to do that. You were just showing me. I was I just going to take these and open these up. You were just showing how you roll the yeah. ball. I just wanted to, yeah. Bert's even looking off to the side like, are you serious? He's looking at somebody. And I love how Guy Fieri lifts him up with the breadcrumb <laughs> compliment. And then goes, but I would prefer that you do this. And again, Guy Fieri starts to backseat drive a little bit here. Now, what I love is that you're cooking your bacon on the flat top and you're seasoning your grill. Yes. And I know that's what and you're intending to do. Too. Guy starts to backseat drive and Bert, what he says next is, is kind of like reminding him that my hands are on the wheel here. And then I'm going to yeah. use this. I'm going to use that bacon fat to cook these so you get a little flavor. But Hunter just touched on something. Then Guy goes on this spiel about bacon, but watch the guy next to him. He gives Guy multiple signs. Stop talking about bacon. Heating the pan, which, is, which allows the bacon to not seize up. Yeah. And then you just get the bacon, you get the fat cooked out, and you just get left he's, with the meat. He's looking nice at him multiple and times, and looking point, over. Right his eyebrows look worried. He's taking deep breaths. Like, oh my gosh. Texture of the bacon. So starting it on the cold flat top was genius. I know that's what you meant. Yeah. And you've done that. That residual fat on that flat top that is going to cook that burger, basting it in the fat. I, I mean, I love what you're doing. And Bert feels like he can't get away from it. He's doing this, and he goes, I know, I know. <laughs> Then when the bacon is ready and off the grill, Guy is still, he still sounds really condescending with some of his instructions or praise to Bert. The more that he allows Guy to backseat drive on the cooking, the more he's going to do it. Uh, back to your onion rings. Let's talk about onion rings. Let's talk about onion rings. Uh, oh, onion rings. So I'm going to go for the good pieces of onion, the big right. pieces. Right. I'm Uniform to... is, uniformity is the key, of course, as you know. Yes. Um, the big pieces. Are those mushrooms going on this too? Uh, yeah, yeah, then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, throw those shit. down. Now, Hunter will teach you something that when he was a little kid, 
and I taught him when he first learned to cook, is mm. wet hand, dry hand. Wet hand, dry hand. Wet hand, dry hand. Wet hand, dry hand. Yeah, so wet hand, dry hand is a standard practice in restaurant. Bert should know that, I'm sure that he does, but Guy really doesn't know how to gauge uh, Bert's experience in the kitchen, so he kind of has to state the most basic just to see if he knows what he's doing. At this point, Guy has just taken over. He's the one instructing Bert on what to do. Drop him back in. Boom. Okay. And next, go ahead and pull a little bit more out. Okay. Okay. Leave a couple in there. Not bad, right? Right. So the only thing I want you to make sure you do about that burger. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bert's body language. Make sure that it's uniform in size. Okay. I got three so, exact right. sizes. So what? But let's let's patty it together a little bit. Okay. And just make sure that you don't have weak edges. Okay. So if the edges, see where they're not really compressed. So yeah. I'd love to have you in the bedroom when I make love to my wife to really kind of walk me. I through I just sit it. there and go through this. Yeah, okay. You're, now, you're going a little fast. What you're right thinking there. about right now is just <laughs> slow that down. Okay. I like that. Bert can turn maybe a slight frustration into a joke like that. That's that's cool. That's how you keep the rapport going. Uh, buns, do you grill them on the thing? Absolutely. Absolutely is what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I, I was following I was, your lead. I, to, yeah, I, was, I like, was just following your lead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has there, been a, has there ever been a celebrity that you were like kind of in awe of meeting? Give yourself a little press just one time with that. <laughs> It it's, feels like he's not even going to go to the question. He's just directing him on the burgers. That spatula, just so it's uniform, the way it sits on the grill. And Bert's just letting him. Are these good? Are these good right here? One of my, probably, I mean, come on. I mean, just drop it like it's hot. Snoop was Snoop. One, one of my all-time. Ice Cube. This is getting to the point of the video, which made me want to make a video uh, reacting to it. Because there's a very clear attempt to kind of one-up each other. After Bert asked this question, like, what celebrity have you worked with or what celebrity would you like to work with? Because rarely do I see celebrities doing this, but I do see this type of behavior from men in real life. So seeing it in real life through the means of a celebrity, that's what makes it so interesting to me. <laughs> because they're not exempt of these, this social awkwardness that can occur or the tactics men use to try and one-up each other with their stories. Any sports, any, you know, Kenny Stabler... Kenny, uh, big, Kenny Stabler. Yeah, Kenny, like Kenny's a great friend. Um, but I'll tell you the one that I really lost my uh, my whole game about, and I thought I was going to be really calm, calm, cool, collected, was Al Pacino. Oh I God. cooked for Al Pacino at yeah. Sylvester Stallone's house, and that was just about the, I'm done. Good night. I check out. Al You're bald. Al Pacino at Sylvester Stallone's yeah. house. Bro, Schwarzenegger, shit. Stallone. Bro. Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, it was uh, Jay Glazer, Michael, uh, Michael Strahan. That reaction that Bert is giving him is what he desires. That's what that's for, is to be able to tell these stories and get that reaction <laughs> looking off to the side. Can you believe what you're hearing? Wow, but she and, he, and he pushes back from the chair and he goes, Hoo-yah! Oh! And I'm like, all right, that's enough. That's it. And I walked, I grabbed my buddy, I walked out and said, did you just see that? So now it's Bert's turn to talk about some of the celebrities that he's worked with, but he knows that he can't really top the celebrities that Guy said, Al Pacino, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. He can't bring those stories, but he still wants an awe reaction, an awe factor from, from Guy in return because he gave it to him. My daughters have never cared about anyone except for Tony Hawk. Who I had on Triple D with me, yeah. and who is one of the coolest guys in the world. 
Tony Hawk came and they Great were like, guy. he doesn't get the reaction from Guy. He doesn't get it because he matches him. He's like, oh, Tony Hawk, yeah, Tony Hawk, yada, yada. What What else you got? <laughs> so who is, besides Tony Hawk, who is your favorite, uh, who are some of your favorite guests? I'm trying to think. You know, I had Bobby Flay on one time and he didn't understand what a podcast was yet. Bert picks Bobby Flay, somebody who is in Guy's world and probably is a rival. Another cook, you know, in the same industry, taking business that could be guys. He, he brings up a rival of guys just to maybe hopefully get a reaction from him. Suit and three-piece suit. Bobby and dresses we, to the he, he dresses no, to the nines. Yeah, and uh, as do Hunter and I. I mean, yeah. we showed up with we put on as much bling as we could. And guy can't help but compare himself. Oh, he dresses nice, but I mean, wait, wait, wait. I want to get Rachel on. Oh, my sister. Yeah. Well, yeah. One I, of the greatest. The, one of the best. I, I love Ray. And what a great person. His next choice is to bring up his sister. Not some celebrity. He's, she's choosing to bring up Guy's sister. I can't say enough about her. I have a blast. I've had a, I went skydiving with Rachel. Did she's, you, she's skydiving? Like, yeah. There it is. Skydiving? There's the awe. And right before Bert says it, just watch him. Watch him do this look, because he goes, I gotcha with this. <laughs> oh, yeah. With Rachel? Oh, yeah. Wait, how did you... Now he's looking off, can you believe this? After this moment, it is time to try Bert's cooking, to try Bert's food. And I, I can't tell what guy is trying to do here. Bert is fully turned around. He can't even look at Guy trying his food. I got it. What? I got it. Is it good? No, I don't. Uh-huh. That is so hard to watch. Guy can't even say with actual English words, this is good. He has to do it. I got it. I got it. And Bert's little shuffle dance sound that he does. Uh-huh. He can't even, he has to turn around and he can't look. Hi. Great cross sticks on there. Dude. Oh, good. Every time he says that's good, it, it, it has to be. <laughs> that's a great onion ring. Great onion ring. That's what I like to hear. And I think Bert is trying to pretend like he's pleased, like he he digs the advice. It's great, but I think I think he's aware that they're both pretending right now. They're both pretending. It looks to me as if Guy does like it and doesn't really want to admit how good he might find it. That is a pride issue that could totally be going on. He strikes me as that type of person that would th find something good and or agree with somebody but not say it. Do you, do, is it hard for when people cook for you, do you get like, do you kind of go like, uh, let me just do it myself. Bert kind of calls out the obvious. He addresses what might be going on between the two of them right here. I'm a fan, when people cook, Typically, they really have a lot of emotion and passion and appreciation and... Typically. <laughs> ...desire to do it. And that's the part of what the flavor of food is, is when you have when you care about it. Does Bert not care about it? I think I'm going to throw cheese on and steam them. You ready? Hey, hit it, buddy. Now, because of what Guy just said or implied, Bert's like, yeah, I'm going to put the cheese on this time. Nice the with the on? crossover on it. Right? That's what I said. You could have been he knows fast stuff. food cook. You could have been a fast food cook. Yeah. <laughs> I never worked. I worked at, I was a waiter once. I got fired really quickly. You would have been a hysterical waiter. I was horrific. They're completely missing each other now. 
You would have been a great fast food cook. Oh yeah, I was a I was a waiter one time. You would have been a hilarious waiter. I got fired like immediately. And uh, what do I do with that big bowl? Put them in a triangle. There you go. And get a little water. A little water? Because that'll roll down. A little more. You gotta get a steam on there. That's fine. Liquid desk. Wait. Right, so that. what was it called? The restaurant? CDBs. CDBs. An Italian restaurant. I like how the guy is redirecting it back to. Yeah. No, you're fine. Okay. So what was it called? Yeah. Let me slather. Now, if you just hang on, if you just put that other bun on top of that bun, yeah, and rub them together, yeah, you have enough. Some of that stuff is so unsolicited. Like, oh, okay, I know how to spread uh, sauce on a bun. Thanks. Good, right? There you go. Money. And then we'll do that with all of them. Oh, I mean, I say that as a sentence. We'll do that with all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was purposeful. We'll do that with all of them. <clears throat> that was a sentence. We'll do that with all of them. Sauce is important. Yeah. There's not enough um, good sauce, though. I mean, like, uh, well-prepared, thought-through, honky sauce like this. Yeah. Well-prepared, you know, just like this. The sauce just like this, because you care about it and you love it, the food. Honky sauce. It's an interesting branding name, you know? No, I think you're going places. I think you need there. a song. Bert has very purposeful looks at Guy. He will keep his eyes down up until he looks at him for a reaction or with a specific word that he's saying. All right, let's, let's see, see what these look like. Oh, this, oh, Jesus Christ! Right. That looks so sexy! You see what I mean? When he lifts that thing and he overreacts like that and he shoots, he shoots guy two looks, bop, bop, because he has to read his face. He has to see his reaction. Wow. Oh, look at this, look at this. I'm gonna just rub it in the cheese. I'm gonna plate it right there. Bert has to fill the silence with his speaking and talking because he can't even let himself think about Guy being unimpressed right now. This is mine. It's got cheese, brown cheese all over it. Hoping, hoping that at least Guy will say, yeah, yeah, instead of having to start it and say it himself. Bert is giving him an out to not have to say it, but he can agree with him, maybe. That's hot cheese. And Guy comments on the cheese, not the burgers. Look at how sexy that is. Look check at your onion rings. That's oh, good. Because as fast as you make them, we've been eating them. So then they have like 10 minutes of pretty good back and forth. You know, they're, they're, there's no tactics or anything. I'm not saying that they necessarily were, but there has been some, there has been some behavior from them that demonstrates to me that they would not be the best of friends if, if they knew each other more or worked together. But then it comes time for them to officially try the burgers. And they all do it together. You got the bacon, you got the, the heirloom tomato, the American yep. cheese, seasoned with salt and pepper, a nice double toasted brioche bun, uh, the caramelized mushrooms. My honky sauce. I mean, and of course, the world-renowned, soon-to-be-discovered, recognized <laughs> culinarily worldwide honky sauce. Okay, get after this. A great burger is very simplistic. Great product, proper culinary technique, properly seasoned. All in what you did. Freshness of the raw tomato, the umami that you get from that that caramelized uh, that caramelized uh, mushroom. mushroom. Mm. A great sear, mm. great uh, Maillard effect on the burger. I was going for the Maillard the, effect. That's what you, of course. Right. So I think he's he's ending on a really positive note, giving Bert what he wanted the whole time, which is just 
a review of his food, and everything he says is praise. So I think Bert got what he wanted ultimately, but it was a rocky road emotionally for him getting there. So it was just a lot of fun for me to watch. <laughs> Yeah, Bert psychologically is just a very, very compelling person to watch <laughs> and review. I don't really do it to many other people at all. So, all right. Peace, everybody. Thanks for watching.